The Blinkist app takes the key takeaways from thousands of best-selling nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes for you to read or listen to. And you can get 25% off your first year at Blinkist.com slash TMS. That's Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash TMS and start your seven-day free trial. Coming up on TMS, Verily, Volumes of Vomiting Vultures. The Finer Points of Booby Traps. Matter Pooping Lad. Stick a sword in me, I'm done. The USS Cheerios. No more grape fondling. Medea takes the bus to jail. Matter Eater Lad's mom wears capes. Major spoilers. Trek nerd and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Things can happen all of a sudden in our crowded cities, and we have to be ready for them with what is known as Defensive driving. A moment's pause to avoid setting booby traps. The morning stream. It's got chutzpah. It does indeed have chutzpah. Welcome back, everybody, to the morning stream. It is August 19th, 2019. I'm Scott. He's Brian. Good morning. How about a booby trap? How about a booby trap, indeed? Have you ever encountered an actual booby trap in your life? <laughs> well, I've been trapped by boobies, but I can't say that I've ever been caught in a booby trap. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think I've ever seen a booby trap. Not even like, um, you know, somebody stringing some fishing line around the, uh, on the, in the, the woods or something to try and trigger something the modern the the modern day like meme that. equivalent would be like uh cellophane on the open doorway you oh know? sure sure or on the that's toilet more of a practical joke than a booby trap though right that's true but if you walk into it and you get all tangled up and fall on your butt oh sure i think you've been booby trapped sure. i actually don't even know what a definition of, what's the difference between a trap and a booby trap what's the difference there isn't one um, is there a booby trap is uh yeah that's a really good point because a trap is still a trap Right, I mean, it's still like a you know dangling piece of meat above a net that's covered up by foliage on the ground that's gonna yank you right up, yank well, you and your wookie friends right up. According to uh, Wikipedia.com, booby trap is a device uh, set up to intend to kill, harm, or surprise a person or animal, unknowingly triggered by the presence or actions of the victim. As the word trap implies, some uh, they sometimes have some form of bait designed to lure the victims toward it. At other times, the trap sure. is set upon trespassers that violate personal or restricted areas. So I don't. Yeah, I think I it's interchangeable. Sounds interchangeable. Yes, uh, it does say there's a <laughs> different like, unknowingly. Oh, okay. So as opposed to one of those traps that you step on knowingly and say, <laughs> "Yes, uh, catch me in that in that uh, snapping metal bar." Thank you very much. You're like, ooh, a bear That's trap. Exactly what I was hoping for. Yep. Let me put my foot in that. Uh, it does say that there's a distinct difference between booby traps and man traps, uh, which are designed to catch a person, man or woman. Uh, okay. Lethal, uh, lethal booby traps are often used in warfare, particularly guerrilla warfare, and traps designed to cause injury or pain are also sometimes used by criminals wanting to protect drugs or other illicit property from some owners of illegal property. That's weird. It says that twice. Who wish to protect it from theft? Booby traps, which merely cause discomfort or embarrassment, are a popular form of practical joke. So that answers your question. If there we you, go. Yeah. Okay, so a practical joke is a booby trap. Well, it's saying booby traps are. Yeah, I guess well, it that, still that is kind one. Of some kinds. I guess it's a. There's a Venn diagram. There are some practical jokes that are booby traps as well, but 
they're not one in the uh, one in the same. Yeah, the, the circle for one is not contained completely within the circle of the other one. Yes. Yes. There you go. Now, before before we finish this thought, here's mm-hmm. the etymology of the word. The Spanish word bobo translates to stupid, daft, naive, simple, fool, idiot, clown, funny man, one who is easily cheated, uh, or other pejorative terms that are similar to that. The slang bobo or booby translates to dunce. Uh, hmm. which means to stammer. Uh, the term booby you trap... Boobs. You boobs. <laughs> you boobs. The term booby trap gives rise to the idea that the individual with the misfortune of being caught in the trap does so because the individual is a booby. Or an individual... Is an idiot. Yeah, is, is a, a dunce, moron. Is a dunce. Is simple. Is an idiot. Is a clown. Yeah. <laughs> Simply a duncey idiot moron. We try to start the show every day with a little bit of knowledge. We've done it again. Aren't you glad you yeah, came? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Aren't you glad you came? Yes. All right. A couple quick things. Uh, the weekend happened. I don't have a lot to say exciting except for I thought we had. I thought we did it. I thought we were done. I thought the dog was done chewing things. This is Boomer, mm. not Rainer. I thought the mm-hmm. dog was finished eating things that aren't food. Sure. Sure. She stopped chewing shoes. We got her to understand that you're not meant to chew on the carpet or uh, rugs or any of that or any kind of like that kind of stuff. We we got her trained so that rubber bones and and dog toys in particular are all you get to chew on. And she seemed to be all signs pointing north. Switching over to that. Yep, yeah, it looked great. But she's got one little dog fetish or whatever you want to call it left, and she can't seem to stop it. And that's the corner of a pillow. It doesn't matter what kind of pillow, any pillow uh-huh. in the house, couch pillows, decorative little pillows full-size bed pillows if she gets a hold of one of those the corner is uh, your days are numbered and she just <laughs> and she was on the corner of the pillow and kim's about had it so i need advice i need somebody out there who's like had a, a pillow chewing dog to tell me what to do and i don't know if it is it just as simple as spraying <laughs> those things the race the rate 86 comes up with the best answer get round pillows oh geez <laughs> No corners. I mean, That's hilarious. You could do that, I guess. I mean, That's what? brilliant. Um, what would you I do? Mean, you could you could do like uh, the Vicks Vapor Rub just on the corners of the pillows. Something on you know, something that won't permanently damage the the pillow cushion itself. But um, they don't like the well, Vicks. That's the thing. A dog they don't like the like. Vicks. They don't like a little Tabasco on the corner. There is uh, is bad. There's there's a few things like that. Just put anything that that uh, you think would be distasteful to them although didn't you say that there was something that you had gotten a spray that now they don't care they almost love it yeah she does in particular rainer hates it so rainer's rainer's doing all the reactions she's supposed to just to any of those spray ideas she like even if i've got a plate it could be a plate full of brand new meat just mm, meat on the plate Uh but if it's got even Uh a hint of uh, the the mildest of tabasco style hot sauce anywhere near it she doesn't want anything to do with it but boomer she doesn't care. She'll eat freaking all of it, and she'll eat the sauce with it and doesn't seem bothered by it. So I'm not sure the hot sauce thing will work or not. Yeah, it may not work. But the, the Vicks might work. Or, um, boy, somebody said, like, uh, diluted pepper spray. Oh, I could How try that. How do you that. dilute pepper spray? I guess you just... You spray it in water and then... Liquid, I, don't I know, guess, yeah. Mix it and then paint, maybe brush it on there or something. I don't know. Oh, uh, Baton216 says, my brother used sour apple spray. I didn't even know that was a thing you can just go buy. That is 
Yeah, that's one of the like the no chew sprays that you can do to spray on wires and stuff. Uh, one of them is a sour apple or bit, bitter apple flavor. All right, that's not a bad idea. Maybe I'll look into that because she doesn't yeah. like fruit or vegetables of any sort. Whereas Rainer will eat half an apple. So rub rub a zucchini on the corners <laughs> of the pillow. The, the the question is, are these removable covers? Because if you if these are like pillows that are, you know, throw pillows, things like that, that don't have a removable cover, you're kind of ruining a pillow with some of these ideas. Oh, that's true. Maybe, well, the one, and so, maybe it's just as bad or just, you know, it's no worse than having the dog just chew on it. Well, in one case, it's a zip zippy one so I can put a new pillow in it. Uh, or sorry, a new cover on it, and the other kind. Yeah. There are some that aren't like that, so I'll have to, to throw over. Or maybe shirt. we should have less pillows. Maybe this is a sign. <laughs> we have too many damn pillows. You have less pillows. It's like you can't. You're gonna you're gonna cowtown out to the dog. You're gonna basically uh, if we, you're gonna let the dogs win, Scott. <laughs> Laura Farrell says you must move. <laughs> yeah, uh, we probably not gonna you let go the that dog far. win. Yeah, you can't let the dog win. We have a story today about a, a condition that I would move under, but we'll get to that later. But this is not it. I think Ooh, we just we'll just work on it. I don't know. Maybe the yeah. corner tainting the corners maybe is the way to do it. Uh, always tainted corners, oh <laughs> tainted corners. I like that you did it in Richard Cheese form. Yeah, some sort of like yeah, exactly some crooner. Mm -hmm. What's he doing anyway, Richard Cheese? Is he still? Oh, uh... who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> If there was any confusion how Brian feels about that whole thing, I just wanted to point out that there is it. That's it. If there was any confusion, now there's not. I mean, he still uh, performs, probably right. Does things. He does. Yeah, he does. He's uh, he's he's getting hired at like the Red Rock uh, Casino out uh, way, 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 way off strip. Mm. Um, let's see. Here we go. Uh, see him. August 31st in Los Angeles, and then uh, September 6th in Las Vegas, and then September 27th in San Francisco, and then November 15th in Las Vegas. Mm. I mean, there were a time he had a residency at uh, the Hard Rock, like where he was doing shows three or four oh, nights a week. I didn't know that. That's kind of a good game. And then he started spitting on people and telling them to turn off their phones. And yeah, got a little full of himself. That's what happened there. A little full of himself. Yeah. He uh, Just a quick note here. He seems like he might be hard to get along with because he has had, currently has himself, and then he's got three band members. He has yes. gone through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, nine, really? 10, 11, oh, 12, that's funny. 13, it's not 14. the same guys. I thought it was uh, Frank Feta and. Uh... Currently, Fed is there. He's still there. Okay. Uh, right. Bobby Ricotta and Billy Blue. They're all mm. cheese names. Their real names are like Ron Belcher, yeah, Brian Fisher, and Noel Milano. Well, yeah, I mean, you know. I know, I, I'm fine with it. Wayne does that, and the Ramones, and that's all right. Yeah, that's... I'm totally fine with it. But it looks like he's gone through 14 band members, and I'm just saying, usually when you go through that many, <laughs> you know, the whole, like everyone's the, uh, an a-hole, maybe you're the a-hole. Yeah. yeah, that's the whole Raylan Gibbons thing, isn't it? It's like, yeah. uh, you know, you lose a band member, uh, they're an asshole. <laughs> you go through 14 band members, you're the asshole. Yeah, that's basically it. Sorry, Richard Cheese. <laughs> Still not feeling you, buddy. All right. Uh, uh, so Friday uh, night, yeah. uh, How'd it go? Friday night, I went out with uh, the folks. Like you, you remember, I had to get out of here quick at the end of the show on Friday. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah to go race date. downtown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, Bobby Ann and Barry and Ren, we all met uh, downtown. 
uh, at Union Station where the trains come into. And I took the train downtown, which I really enjoy, um, and met them for dinner. They're uh, in town moving Ren back into CSU. She's going to be going up to school again in Fort Collins. And uh, went out to um, a place called Gyokaku. I think it is. G-Y-O-K-A-K-U. And there's a few locations around... Um, is it Gyo Kaku? Gyo, let's see. Gyu Kaku. G-Y-U-K-A-K-U. Um, you can find it online. And there's locations around uh, um, around the U.S. I, I thought that this was, you know, like a, just a local thing. No, they're they're all over the place. Mm. Let's see. Any in Utah? I'd never heard of it before. Or, they may be here. Utah. Okay, shoot. We're only yeah, a state yeah. over. Come on, guys. Come on. I know. Well, we've only got one. But, boy, if you go to Southern California, that the place is dirty with uh, Yukaku. And, uh, uh, <laughs> dirty with Yukaku was uh, the film. It's a film I was in. I'm not proud of it. It's kind of in my past. I don't like I'll to think about it. I'll leave it off my it. resume. Yeah, yeah, it's not really a part of my life I like to bring out. But anyway. Uh, so this is a um, Japanese barbecue place where it's kind of like Korean barbecue where you've got a an OSHA violation fire um, uh, grill in the middle of your table. They bring you raw meats and vegetables and you put them on said grill, uh, cook them, sauce them up, eat them and enjoy them. Nice. That sounds and really we good. Did the, yeah, it was it was delicious. And we. Boy, looking back, it's like, all right, if you if somebody decides to go do this, number one, it's a blast, and you know the food is delicious. And again, they're they're giving you prime cuts of meat and pork and beef and stuff like that. You just got to make sure you cook it thoroughly, mm. uh, which isn't hard to do on these things. It's they're thin enough pieces that they're not going to mislead you on being well cooked on the outside, but not cooked thoroughly on the inside. They're they're thin enough that you just flip them over, and sure. it looks like. Um, Anyway, um, do they call it barbecue? It's Japanese barbecue. Like, is that the official thing or is it something else? Well, there's teppanaki, which is more like the hibachi style grill. Yeah. This is more like yakinuku uh, or yakiniku, which is um, which is cook it yourself kind of stuff. Oh, OK. That's a different because yeah. we have we actually have a, a few a chain, not a chain, but a few here called teppanaki. That's the actual name of it. Yes, and I didn't yeah. realize that was uh, also dis- a descriptor of what they do. Or uh, yeah, teppanaki is the uh, is the hibachi style, like the um, benihanas and, and that sort of thing, where you're oh. sitting around a table where somebody's cooking it for you. I think sounds so good. That's right. Anyway, uh, but uh, here's the thing. Looking back, here's what I would recommend: mm. um, pace yourself. Well, not necessarily pace yourself. Pace the food, because what we would do is as soon as we would pull food off and like put it on everybody's plates um tina was doing a great job too like we're all just sitting there chatting blah 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 and tina's uh, talking as well but she's also like full-on chef mode and she's flipping the meat and checking this and turning this one and moving this to a uh, a hotter part of the grill and checking the bottom of that onion oh it's radiar right, flip that over separate it out blah 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 and uh but it didn't lend itself to conversation as much because we're all fixated on the the next piece of meat overcooking sure so it's like it's okay to let the grill have go without meat for a few minutes and talk and eat eat your food and and let it you know kind of chill and then start putting some new meat but we we did not let that grill go by without having something on it we felt like it was our duty to uh 
uh, to keep that going. How does that work there? The, do they just keep bringing you food? Do you ever have to stop? Is there a limit? Like, how does I don't know how that goes. Yeah, the, the, this place um, they have uh, different um, different uh, flavors you can get. They have different <laughs> groups that you can get, and it's like three or four meats and then a bunch of vegetables if you do like a two person deal. And they just they kind of bring it to you instead of like bringing everything all at once, they stage it so that you don't have five kinds of meat at your table sitting out, warming up and mm. getting slimy. I mean, it's not going to do that, that short amount of time, but, uh, um, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll have a couple different kinds of meat. We had pork belly and beef at the beginning. And then once those were gone, they brought out like, uh, chicken and, uh, brisket and then shrimp and something else. So we always had two different kinds of meat at any given time Oof. and then a plate of vegetables. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I recommend. And it's, it's, you know, well paced like that. We did the Shogun, which is for six people. And, uh, we had very little food left and there were five of us. So we did all right. You have did to kill, fine. you have to stab yourself at the end if you're exactly. a Shogun. Yeah. And then they, at the very end, they bring you, uh, graham crackers, chocolates, and marshmallows. They take the, uh, the grill plate off and give you sticks. I love, that. I love that you just ran over right over that. You have to kill yourself yeah. with a sword after. Exactly. And then they brought me this other thing. It's like, yeah, we'll just let that <laughs> like go. I, give, I just go, I was wondering if you meant just stick myself because I was done. Like, stick a fork in me, I'm done. That's how, kinda, that's how I kind of took that. I see what you're saying. You're saying commit uh, with a Harikari? Harry, no, Harry Carry or Harikari? How do you say it? Harikari. Uh, yeah, something like that. Hot dog in space. Norm. That's Norm. <laughs> but, yeah, no, so like I said, they bring you uh, the stuff to make s'mores uh, at the very... Oh, seppuku. That's right. Seppuku. Is that racist? I shouldn't do that. No, I don't think so. Isn't it? Not to do that voice or to say... Uh, uh, see, I just, you know... Secret ingredient, uh, too, when I say that. Is that does that get me in trouble? Probably does. Secret ingredient, Emails to Brian. Emails to Brian. Fine, send it my way. I can take it. Well, I'm... Watch uh, this. Delete key. Ah, there's, <laughs> that email is responded to. Let's respond to this one. Delete. Ah, that's responded to. Nice work. Uh, I'm jealous because I would eat all this right now. Yeah, everything was, you've described sounds fan freaking tastic. It was good. It was a lot of fun. And then uh, Saturday night, me and the misses uh, went and saw the movie Blinded by the Light. This is the yesterday of Bruce Springsteen, basically, mm. Mm. Um, about a Pakistani boy who lives in London, discovers the music of Bruce Springsteen, and it changes his life. It's like the the connection that he that he wanted. And if you've seen Yesterday. You know that it's basically the movie is is uh, it's good, but it's also like a love letter to the Beatles. This is a love letter to Bruce Springsteen, and it's done in more of a. There's a few points where it feels like you're watching a music video, hmm. even down to like the tropes of, you know, here's the, uh, the 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 group of kids running around. They're singing their favorite Bruce Springsteen song, and they run and they go through a soccer game, and the the coach is like, "What? What are you doing here?" And the players are all like, "Hey, get out of the way! We're playing soccer here." And they're like, "Ah, we're singing Bruce Springsteen," and then we keep going. Mm. And and on paper that sounds really hokey, but it totally works, and it totally reminds me of uh, when I was in high school. I had uh, a Sony Walkman that was basically just glued to my head. It was with me at all times. Wow. And how, how, when you're listening to music and I was kind of a, I was a, I was a loner, Scott. I was mm -hmm. a, a shy kid, a loner, a rebel. Mm. And, uh, but when you're, when you're kind of 
in high school and you've got that that Walkman on the headphones on mm-hmm. uh, the whole time, the everything around you becomes the visual to your soundtrack, and things start weirdly matching up at times, and mm-hmm. and uh, um, that's what uh, this was a lot like. That's so it's fine. It's it's a cute film. Yeah, I mean, it's not gonna you don't you don't predict Oscar buzz here, but uh, no, just no. A fun. I think yesterday yeah. might get Oscar buzz. This one is. This is a cute film. Critics, you know, it's got a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's, mm-hmm. It isn't doing well financially, but mm-hmm. it's doing well critically. Well, that's so, good. I like a yeah. I like a feel-good hit of the summer. I like those. It is a feel-good feel good hit of the summer. We were struggling yesterday because Kim and I were going to, not yesterday, Saturday, Kim and I were going to go see a movie, and we just, nothing sounded good to me, and I didn't know about that one. So um, we'll probably see it now, but I just couldn't pull the trigger on anything that's out. I just, I don't know what it was. I just could not get excited really? about even uh have you seen the lion king deal yet no and that was that was possible but that always felt like a thing that mm-hmm. if kim and i saw that together alone that would be weird like we that's a family movie you should mm-hmm. take all the kids to it mm-hmm. and i can't get that out of my head and so we just keep putting that off until we're all together again oh, I'm surprised um, you didn't go see the tarantino deal the once she hates time in Hollywood. she hates tarantino movies so oh i can't take kim to those she hates them I, I i assume she won't like that one any better than she liked any of the others we've ever seen so no no, it's uh, very, it's it's as Tarantino as all of them. And Tina, I finally remembered this time, by the way. And we we put a um, Tristan got me a really cool Blizzard World blanket for Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, which is the map of the you know the the theme park map of Blizzard World from Overwatch. Mm-hmm. And we now keep it in my car, and we take it into the movie theater with us because we always get freaking cold in the movies. Yeah, that's awesome though. <laughs> I didn't know they made such a thing. Yeah. I didn't know it was a thing. That's great. The, the blanket? Yeah. Oh, it's great. Tristan, Tristan, you know, he knows me, man. He like, I'm getting my dad an Overwatch blanket. <laughs> Here, dad. Check it out. That's awesome. That's only what he said. If that's only what he sounded like these days. You know, that game oh, has man. a new, uh, good one. <laughs> that game has a new favorite character for uh, Tarantino to play. If he hasn't played Overwatch, now's the time for Tarantino to get into it. <laughs> Is it just a giant foot that runs around <laughs> shooting people? You're close. It's this new, the new tank in the game has no shoes on. Um, and the idea, and he's wearing like all this crazy armor and other stuff, but the idea is that he escaped from an asylum and, uh, is like, it's, it's kind of Lex Luthery a little bit. This, the backstory on this guy, his name's Sigma. Like he's, he's a psycho, uh, smart and he knows it. And smart, but just intrinsically evil and whatever. And they yeah. had him, they had him in an asylum kind of Joker style. And as the story goes, he escaped and he escaped with no shoes because he had no shoes. And now in the game, he just has no shoes. <laughs> so he just runs around on his bare feet fighting all the time. That's funny. Yeah. All right, cool. That's been a lot of... Uh, oh, there he is right there. A lot oh, of talk wow. about that Jeez. guy. Yeah. Pretty nutty. His name is, uh, yeah, Sigma. Which sounds like a healthcare Sigma. or a freaking insurance company, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Yeah. So there's that. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, go see Blinded by the Light, eat Japanese barbecue, and put weird stuff on the corner of your pillows. We've learned it all today. That's right. Yes. Dunaway time, do you think? Maybe? I think so. I think uh, he's earned it. He's been good this weekend, so I think we can throw him a bone and give him a little trivia. Yeah, I agree. And we haven't heard from him, so that means he should be here. No, he should be here, yes. Although he's showing throw up as... Him a, throw him a bone. He's showing up as yellow, but that doesn't mean anything. He's on his That's, phone. Yeah, that means he's scared, right? It could be, it could be that. It could be he's fr- a frightened scared. little girl who just... I'm trying to see if I can get him worked up and say something before I play the music. <laughs> right. Dunaway, you there? No, not yet. All right. Well, we'll keep trying mm. that. I'm setting up the phones right now. 
shortly you'll be able to call in to 801-471-0462 to uh, participate in today's possible winnings and trivial good yeah. times. Or right, Aiden answers. I love possible winnings and trivial good times. I do too. Trivial good times is the best at common seventies. <laughs> Ooh. All right. I'm probably going to be awful at it. Oh, you might be great at it. I don't know. You might, you might be, be awesome. Great, yeah. Because you, know? you like movies. Sure. It's a movie I thing. do like movies. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You're right. a big movie fan. All I right. I just don't know if you like these movies. <laughs> guess we'll find out. You might be surprised. Yeah. Let me guess. Are they musicals? I like musicals. Oh. Do you? All right. It's not about that, though. All right. Well, here's all this. the songs from Funny Lady. Perfect. <laughs> There's no funny lady, right? It's no, funny it's girl. No, it's sequel. It's, it's what happened when you watch My Fair Lady <laughs> and Funny Girl at the same time. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Standing in for Brian Dunaway, who was at the allergist, getting allergy tested or whatever's happening over there. We have Steven Schleicher in early. He'll be back later, too, in the show. Uh, so enjoy your double dose, your double dip of uh, Steven Schleicher today. Steven, thanks for joining us. Not a problem. That's a very nice of you to do that. Uh, the way this thing works is we take a phone call from you listeners, 801-471-0462. Uh, when I get our first caller, we will bring you in and play some trivia. Yes, Brian? There really was a funny lady. It was, as my joke goes, a sequel to Funny Girl, the really? Barbara Streisand thing. So, Really? Yeah. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. Was she in it? Is that her thing? She was in it, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Must not have and done very well. funny old lady, <laughs> which didn't do so well at the box office. Uh, did she? Hmm. What year? Did I never she saw do Funny that? Girl, so don't even ask, don't you and asking me anything about this. Okay. Um, well, I can tell you. I'll tell you. I did see Funny Girl. I don't know why or when. Oh, it did was you really? A long time. So ago. Funny Lady, nineteen seventy-five. Funny Girl was sixties. Yeah, and it was bad. Says the chat. Okay. Funny lady was bad. One star. I'll take this their before, word. Before Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Does Oof. no one want to win a prize today, Scott? I don't know. We're still waiting for that call. Oh, we got one. Hold on. I think one's go. ringing. I hear it. I see it. I feel it. I know it. All right. Uh, we got to let the timer count before they can hear us, but uh, let's see if this works. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Okay. This is uh, TV's Travis. Well, hello, TV's Travis. Oh, Thanks for calling the show. He's a very active member of our community, always in the chat room, got stuff to say. Yes. Uh, TV's Travis, right. welcome to the show. It's good to have you here. Brian's going to explain the contest, what you could win, and what our topic is, Brian. That is correct. I'm going to be giving Scott and Steven a topic. They're going to go back and forth with answers fitting that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeats an answer, or they just hem and haw and take too long to come up with an answer, the win is going to go to the other player. Your job, TV's Travis, is to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, your prize is a two-pack of Steam games, actually a two-plus pack of Steam games, because you're going to get closure. That's not, you know, it's something we all want, but it's also a Steam game. And you're going to get Dungeon Defenders as well as all of its DLC. Dungeon Defenders and all DLC and closure. Big prize package yeah. uh, that you could win if you guess correctly. Uh, the topic today, I mentioned it was movies. And uh, you guessed musicals. Oh, you guessed incorrectly. So um, <laughs> Tyler Perry has appeared as Medea in a bunch of plays, but a whole bunch of fully produced films. Uh, I'm not going to ask you about the plays, but he has appeared in 12 films. The character of Medea has appeared in 12 films. Can you believe that? I thought that was uh, 
surprising, actually. Wow. <laughs> uh, it maybe, maybe not. A uh, little bit of trivia. The only reason why the Atlanta film industry is where it is is because of of uh, Tyler Perry. Uh, Tyler Perry, really? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. That's crazy. That's Although crazy. some of them are starting to him. pull out of there, which is crazy, also. But anyway, whatever. I mean, not crazy. Yeah. I understand so, why they're doing it, but it's changing. Yes. 12 uh, films mm-hmm. featuring the character of Medea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to know how many you can name. TV's Travis. Who do you think is going to win? <laughs> do you think I'm gonna Ooh, be able to uh, one or more? <laughs> and who do you want to go first? My, uh, I'm going to say that um, Scott, you can go first. Okay. And um, Stephen for the win. All right. Okay. All right. I think, you know what? I'd probably vote that way if it were me. I don't feel too bad about that. Um, <laughs> all right. So I'm going to start. Um, start. Any, you didn't say whether all these movies are Medea movies or are they? Are they all Medea movies or are they well, other Tyler movies, Perry movies? They're movies where Tyler Perry appears as Medea. As Medea. So it's Medea specific. Mm-hmm. All right. I just didn't want to yes. accidentally say that like that Alex Cross movie he was in and screw that up right yeah no unless unless she appeared in the background in a d- diner scene or something but all right yeah, no i remember the medea christmas medea christmas a medea christmas came out in 2013 and we are off to the races all right uh i want to say that there's one like medea family values i'm looking through looking through <laughs> Oh, oh man, a, we have a winner already. Yeah! Oh man! All right, so let me let me see if my second choice is on that list. Yeah, right. what's your second choice? M- Medea gets on the bus. <laughs> uh, no. no. Oh man. Okay. All right, here's here, are, and it's the one you were thinking of is Medea's family reunion. Oh, maybe that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, uh, Diary oh. of a Mad Black Woman was the first one, 2005. Medea's family reunion. Meet the Browns. She had a cameo appearance in that one. Medea goes to jail. Maybe she took a bus. I don't know. Mm. I can do bad all by myself. Medea's big happy family. Medea's witness protection. A Medea Christmas. Boo. A Medea Halloween. And Boo too. A Medea Halloween. A Medea family funeral. And then in 2015, the only animated film in here, Medea's Tough Love. All right. So here's the funny thing about today's trivia. If Stephen yeah. would have known one more, he wins. Because yeah. that's all I knew. Yeah, I knew nothing else. Yeah, I-, <laughs> I knew there was a Christmas movie. I don't even think I got the total name right. You called it a funeral one, but I couldn't remember that one. Is it called the the Medea Christmas or what is it? Uh, it's just um, a Medea Christmas. But I, you know, I was pretty lenient. I was going to be lenient on that. uh, You know, the Medea Christmas or just Medea Christmas or whatever. All right, yeah, that and that's the only way I eked in that one at all. And after that, I don't know any of these. So you would have but family values and family reunion. I couldn't. I couldn't. If you'd have had reunion, you would have had me. I'm done. I was out. I would have been TV's Travis would be walking away with two hot game coats today. That's not going to happen. TV's uh, Travis, how do you feel about it? How do you feel, bud? Uh, you know, I'm fine with it. Uh, you you answered Sorry, half man. of the ones that I could have gotten. I knew about Medea goes to jail, and that's it. Uh, uh, the Halloween really? one must be popular because there's two Halloween ones. That's crazy. There's two Halloween ones. Yeah. You could almost just go with. Um, anything with uh uh earnest and replace it with medea and you would have had two of them on the list yeah that's true that's totally true well there's always next time tv's travis good luck and uh, we'll see you again sometime uh steven that was fun (laughs) i guess (laughs) don't feel bad dude nobody would know this one this one's hard like i was thinking one of those for film sack i think 
Oh yeah, we should totally do at least one. Uh, find, we'll find yeah. out what the. I'm guessing the Halloween <laughs> one's the dumb one. We should do that. Cause, Who knows? Yeah, yeah, put that in October or something. Uh, we probably won't do it for our 10th anniversary episode. We got to pick something better than that for that. But uh, yes, yes, for sure. We are creeping up on that, everybody. Film sack, 10 years old this October. It's crazy. Wow, nice, crazy. Uh, all right, uh, Steven Schleicher, <laughs> you'll be back here uh, at the top of the hour for uh, more yes. content, which I really look forward to. Too bad today's question wasn't, name all the characters from DC Comics who wore a cape or something like that. You would have won. Right, exactly, right. All yeah. the, all the actors all from Titans or, or something like that. You probably could name every single one, I'll bet. Let me let me try. Hold on. Superman, Batman, Martian Man, what, All the ones who wore a cape? I mean, yeah. there were Shazam. like thousands. Not thousands. There's probably All right, hundreds. There might be hundreds. <laughs> Brian's right. It's too many. I mean, one you know, one appearance by Matter Eater Lad's mom, uh, and she wore a cape or something. Okay, if, how about this, Stephen? If I said to you, "Hey, Stephen, name every single villain in the Legion of Doom in the old Super Friends cartoon," could you do it? Uh, so let's see, let's see, let's see. Lex Luthor, uh-huh. Cheetah, yeah, uh, Solomon Grundy, yeah. Black Manta. He's born on Monday. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> the Riddler. Or was it Toymaker? I, or, uh, I think I ought to say Riddler. Yeah, Riddler was on there for a while. He wasn't there from um, the get-go, though. He came in later. Uh, let's see. That's that's five. So which ones you've said? Solomon Grundy, Cheetah. Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Uh, Lex Luthor. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, Sinestro. Sinestro, Sinestro got it. Five or six, rather. Oh, uh, Captain Cold. Captain Cold. Very good. Mm-hmm. Did you do black? You did Black Manta, right? I did Black Manta, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So okay. that's seven. Uh, oh, who's the gorilla? Oh, Gorilla Grodd. Yeah, yeah. yeah gorilla Grodd. Is that everybody? Uh, I think Isn't that's there a gorilla the... named Grodd or something. <laughs> yeah, gorilla Grodd. According to uh, according to the list, I've got Bizarro, Black Manta, Brainiac, Captain Cold, Cheetah, Giganta. Oh. Giganta. Gorilla Grodd, Lex Luthor, Riddler. Apparently, was in there for a while. Scarecrow. Yeah. Sinestro, Scarecrow. Solomon Grundy, and Toy Man. Toy Man was in there. Okay. Toy Man, not Toy Maker. Toy Man. Yeah. But Toy the Man. quilt, the quilt guy's nowhere in there, right? He's gone. No, he's not in there. All right. <laughs> he should have been. You know. Jo- like, Joseph and his amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yeah, is that, that what we're guy. talking about? That's the guy. <laughs> That's the guy. So there, uh, I got about half of them. You did. Yeah, you did very yeah, well. Yeah, you would have killed me on this one. I don't remember most. Or I, I remember some of those. I wouldn't have gotten it. So I, that's just what I'm saying. In any other scenario, Steven wins today is what I'm saying. So I'm Not any other scenario. Well, a few other scenarios. In, in any other very specifically defined scenario. <laughs> well, By the way, I got to love J.C. Calhoun for finding uh, Matter Eater Lad's mother, whose name was Mitz Kem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a link to uh, her her page on the DC fandom. Uh, yeah, website. so it's really so. If you guys want to get really nerdy, uh, there is an, a very interesting issue where it is revealed that the the Kim family is like poor. Dad's an alcoholic and a gambler, and um, they're relying on uh, Matter Eater Lad to bring the money in for the family, even though so they can was, eat anything. So mm. he was just eating matter just to stay alive. He wasn't he was eating working, matter he, for fun or for yeah. No, he was he was working with the Legion. They got paid. They're a paid entity, and he and his uh, family needed uh, needed that money uh, to to go. Now the even weirder thing is is that um, now I'm forgetting uh, what his name is. Uh, uh, not Cockrum. Um, before that, but the the writer on on this. 
-hmm. there's actually, you know, his family was very poor and his family did rely on him to, um, and he was in high school still. Mm. Uh, uh, And the family relied on him to write these comics to get a paycheck. And he talks about how stressed out he was, that he was probably having ulcers in high school because of the pressure from his family to do this. Oh, Jim Shooter, really? Jim Shooter, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, former uh, co-editor, or uh, what was he for Marvel? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, if you go and read if you go and read uh, Shooter's blog, it's like the editor at DC would call him up at school and he and and yell at him at school, and he was just so stressed every time the phone rang. And it's it's a very interesting story. We talk a lot about that on one of our podcasts called The Legion Clubhouse, where we talk all about the uh, Legion of Superheroes, and we're going through each appearance of the Legion from the very beginning, and we're up into the 1970s. We just recorded an episode with uh, the first art from Dave Cockrum, and um. We are, what's that, 61 episodes or something like that. Are you okay with the idea that I picture you and your buddies all in a little treehouse talking about Legion stuff? Uh, there's <laughs> actually, we um, have you guys played the five-minute dungeon? Uh, I have. No. I have that oh, game. Oh, I, yeah. I saw it in Nertacular, though, yeah. There's also a Marvel edition of that. Oh, uh, the what? Artist of course on there that. is. Oh, of course yeah. there is. That's amazing, though, because <laughs> I love artist- that little game. It's really good. It's really fun. Yeah, the artist on that, his name is Alex Diacon. He's a fan of Major Spoilers. And he does a lot of our art that we have for our Patreon uh, rewards. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually drew for the Legion Clubhouse, Matthew and I, up in a little treehouse. Oh, uh, oh that's about awesome. Well, then it's okay yeah. that I pictured you there then, because you're really being pictured yeah. there. Uh, real quick, uh, this is an interesting bit about Matter Eater Lad I found while we were talking. Uh, it says here, okay. he's a 15th member inducted into the Legion of Superheroes. We knew that. Joining soon after Bouncing Boy, another winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a native of the planet Bismol, where they yes. fa- like like Pepto Bismol, where they found the uh, yeah, yeah, where they found that microbes had made all their food inedible, inedible, and the populace evolved with their ability to eat matter as a survival mechanism. So as it turns out, when he's actually in the the doing the workings of the Legion of Superheroes, and correct me if I'm wrong, he's only good at like getting out of stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, most of the time it's like, hey, they need an escape. He can, like, tunnel through stuff and eat all the dirt, or he can break out of jail by eating the bars, those kinds of things. But doesn't he still have, okay, but wouldn't he still have to digest all that? Like, how, how yep. does, oh, geez. I, you know, they don't they don't cover all that that stuff in the comics, guy. Right, but he doesn't, it's not like, ah, blah, 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 and he just rips through it, right? He has to, like, eat it like you, anyone else eats anything, right? I, one would <laughs> presume, I guess. I mean... I mean, is he just like w- chewing slowly? Of the writer, maybe. Yeah. I mean, if he's like got bars to chew through, is he just kind of, um, nom, 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 you know, taking his time? <laughs> is he chewing his food? These bars are made of matter. What a. W- <laughs> <laughs> I don't so eat one of the most recent one of the most recent uh, episodes that we uh, we did a review on. Uh, someone shoots like a light laser beam at him, and he eats it because. Light is made out of photons, which are particles, which are matter. It's, oh. it's some bad uh, so 19, dump, late dump, 1960s, dump. early 70s. Yeah, <laughs> science. Yeah, I kind of want to watch that or see that. Slurping up that laser beam. <laughs> matter eater lad. Did he ever want to just be the matter eater because he's not a kid anymore? 
got older. That is something, you know, for people that want to listen to our shows, that's something that pops up in the most recent episodes. Because in when the Legion of Superheroes started in the 19, was it 1950-something, mm-hmm. um, they were supposed to be teenagers. Mm-hmm. But in some of the more recent issues, it talks about how Saturn Girl is a recent college graduate or graduated from college. Uh, there are some costume changes that make things a little uncomfortable if they're supposed to be under the age of 18. Uh, so, yeah, there's some questions on exactly how old are these Legion members if they're supposed to be teenagers from the future. Mm-hmm. And there are all some of them over the age of 19. Are they still allowed in the club? That's I like how I like how Scott infers that the dumbest part of Matter Eater Lad's name is Lad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the Matter Eater part. At the very least, it just sounds only when you get older. Like if he's a 35 year old yeah. hero, get rid right, of the lad. Right. Matter eater, uh, young adult. Just matter be, eater. Just be the matter <laughs> eater. Be the matter eater. You don't need the. It's still so dumb. Matter it's still eater. dumb. It's very dumb. Yeah. He does claim, by the way, the metabolist. A, the metabolist. There you go. The metabolizer. That's even better. He says that uh, iron chains taste like chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. That prison robot fingers are just as tasty as lady fingers, and polymeric fibers, polymeric fibers, Ooh. taste like taffy. He says, and I bet he's talking about real lady fingers too. Yeah. By the way, Brian Dunaway just popped into chat. I bet, I bet we could give him the, we could redo Babel Royale with him. And even though you've heard all the answers, Scott, Brian Dunaway would still win. He'd still probably win. <laughs> I'll, I'll bet you've retained exactly two of the yeah. <laughs> And I'll bet he's seen more of those Medea movies than I'll ever see in my lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen, we will see you at the top of the hour. Uh, Thanks for hanging out with us a little longer. We uh, appreciate it. It's always fun. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye, sir. All right. That was good. We need to do some quick news. And that begins with a little thingy dingy. Here you go. This is your radio newscaster with another exclusive sensational summary of world and local events. It's the news and it's brought to you by. Brand new prints up on the Frog Pants store. Do you like robots and sci-fi? Maybe wasteland-themed WoW goblins or more your speed? Go check them out today at frogpants.com slash store. At least I think they're up. They were supposed to be up last night. Let me double check. Frog I saw pants. your robot, uh, wasteland robot with a bird in his hand. Yeah, a lot of people. better than robot with two in the bush. A lot of people like that one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No matter how you look at it. Uh, oh, it looks like they didn't quite go up yet. All right, we'll keep that link handy. We'll, I'll make sure those are up after the show. I thought Dave had those up last night, but apparently not. Uh, yeah, and I really the Wow Goblin was a lot of fun to make too. I think people like it. All right, yeah. um, let's get to the uh, the story I wanted to give you here. Airport worker fired for giving a traveler a note reading, "You ugly, you ugly, you, you ugly. ugly, you, you ugly. ain't got no alibi." <laughs> Wait, is that a real song? Why do I know that? U-G-L-Y. You ain't got no alibi. You ugly. Something's very familiar about that. Is well, that a- there was uh, the Fishbone song. Maybe I'm thinking of that. Uh, U-G-L-Y. You ain't got no alibi. Um, but then uh, I just think that there was like a, like a, almost like a, uh, a chant, a high school or junior high school chant. Could be. It's like a movie or something where somebody does. You yeah. ugly, you ugly, and they yeah. Was do- there some? Was there some uh, cheerleading film that had that in there where they were like U G L Y? You ain't got no alibi. You ugly. Yeah, like that. That's it. Yeah. What is that? That's a movie or TV ugly. show. You ugly. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, uh, was it from the from the Bring It On films, Scott? Oh, Wildcats. People are saying Wildcats. What the wild? Uh, the old. Uh, 
uh, no, not the um, uh, Wild Goldie Hawn thing, Hunt right? Movie? Maybe. That really old one? Wow. Okay. Could be. I don't know. Brain okay. Worldwide says yes. Oh, right. is there a clip, Captain Oh, Kimber? they even found a clip. Let's see. I'll, I'll play a little of this. Let's get, get our, let's get our cease and desist from YouTube for the day. That's it. That's it. Wow. Never seen that film, but I've heard that cha- that chant. I've heard that. I've seen the movie and forgotten it was in it. So I don't know what that says about me, but that's it. That's it. Nice job, guys. Nice find. Wow. There you go. Jeez. Ca- uh, how did you, Captain Kipper, where did you, what do you, are you a wizard? Ninth level wizard? <laughs> He's a wizard, Harry. That's crazy. Anyway, um, right. this airport guy works in the TSA. An airport security worker in New York has been fired for handling a pass, handing a passenger a handwritten note that said, you ugly. Uh, the June incident came to light this week after passenger Neil Strassner obtained security video through a public records request and then posted it on YouTube. The video from Greater Rochester International Airport shows the worker handing Strassner the note after he passes through the metal detector. Strassner said he didn't think much of it and continued toward the gate. That's when he says the woman yelled out, you going to open the note? You gonna open the note? Ugh. That's my impression. Wow! So did she just she wrote it up that quickly on the fly? Gave it and to then, him, yep. and then gave it to him. Or did she have a stack of these waiting to be doled out? To well, he had to stand in the scanner, and you know, oh, that's true. Time that's to true. do stuff. Nothing fast happens in TSA. What we don't get in the story is he ugly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm curious. Well, there's video of this. Ugly? You can see this video. I think he looks like <laughs> just right. an average normal dude. Um, okay. he says, uh, when he went through the thing and read the note, uh, the woman burst out laughing, laughing. He later complained to her supervisors, transportation security administration said the woman worked for a contractor. The agency says it has zero tolerance for this type of behavior. And she was fired. Mm. Uh, the video is available on this HuffPo article. Yeah, it is. A I haven't used HuffPo in a while. Hopefully they don't justifiable, justifiable firing. I think so. Okay, there he is. Yeah. Normal looking guy. Just a dude. Normal looking guy. Exactly. There he goes through his stuff. Being efficient. Let's see when they hand him the thing and who does it. All right, so he's waiting for the yeah. thing. People at home, he's just, oh, there's a little note for him. Take that note with you. Thank you, ma'am. Hands him the note. Leave. She's being all rude and lame. And it just said you ugly on it. It's not nice. No. Why would you do that? <sighs> what's, your, what's the deal there? I ask. Is that too much to ask what the deal is there? <laughs> What's the deal? It's not cool, man. What's the deal with that? Oh, yeah, completely empty. Uh, wow, where where is this TSA that is at Rochester? Maybe like it's... four people in line at TSA. I'd say it's like middle of the night, but that doesn't matter. It's always bad, right? Have you ever had TSA not be bad? Yeah. It's always bad. I mean, there's it's levels of bad. bad. Sometimes it's oh not that bad. And that but... lady had to go back through again because she had her bracelet on. And, mm-hmm. and then this lady, oh, she had her keys in her pocket. And... Mm-hmm. That's what you do. You forget your stuff. Also, I don't like she the... Has the She has the note in her hand, like, from the get-go. Like, she didn't... She was just waiting for somebody to hand that to. You think so? You don't think she was... That was a quickie? No, I don't think... Because I don't see her writing it. No, she doesn't. Well, she's off screen for a bunch, though. Like she's um, she's back in the in the rear while he's putting his stuff down, and she could have seen him coming in a line or something. I don't know. 
I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe. Maybe. I mean, that's weird to have a like a cocked and loaded note that says you're ugly. Just wait for an ugly guy. That's that's freaking yeah, weird. I'm curious to see. I went back to see if she like pulls it out of her pocket or no. It's like sitting in her hand. It's been in her hand almost the. It's like a a pen and teller. Oh, she pulled it off the top of the. Uh, there it is, right there. At about forty four seconds, she pulls it off the top. So I think it's one of the other people handed it. Oh, uh, to her. One of the other workers. I think so. Well, fire them all. Freaking yeah. TSA, they're the worst. Ugh. And, you know, I shouldn't say that. There's one guy in the Anaheim TSA that's really nice because he listens to TMS. And I'm sure he's listening oh, today. Yeah. And I yeah. forgot his name. Sure. But that guy was great. He's the only one I like. The rest of them. The woman out. with the uh, the black rubber gloves uh, did not find it funny. She just takes off her rubber gloves, decides she's not going to fondle any more grapes, and uh, she's and call had it a day. Yeah, she's, she's had it. She's done. No more grapes. Yeah. No more grapes. No more grapes. No more grape fondling. That's what I said when we spayed our dog. No more grapes. Sorry. No more grapes. <laughs> uh, all right. Final story. I got a couple of real winners for tomorrow, so I'll hold those. Okay. Um, all right. In particular, whether or not pizza. Oh, which one are you going to give us? Which I look at oh, these stories. Which one? Which they're one? all good. I say, I say the, the last one. All right. We'll kinda- do the last one. We referred to it earlier, said, didn't we? This is the place we got to move. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we mentioned this. All right, here it is. Uh, smells like a thousand rotting corpses, says a Florida woman about her vacation home in Florida, which was invaded by dozens of vomiting vultures. <laughs> smells like a thousand rotting corpses. The New York, I'm sorry, she's from New York. New York couple luxurious vacation house in uh, Florida was taken over by a dozen uh, or dozens of black vultures that are vomiting and defecating everywhere. The Palm Beach reports that the Casimano family can't even visit the $702,000 home. That's an expensive house, but not as expensive as I would have thought. Yeah, I was thinking this was like an Airbnb, but this is like a, this is a whole vacation house they bought. They own this, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, they bought it earlier uh, in the Ibis Golf and Country Club area. Sioban Casimano uh, described Shaban. the smell as a thousand rotting corpses. Was it Shaban? Shaban. Shaban. There was a Shaban in uh, in Bananarama. One of the women was a Shaban. Oh, S O I. Sorry, S I O B A H O H N. That's crazy. Yeah, I used to. I used to. That's until somebody corrected me. I called the woman in Bananarama Sayoban or something like that. It's a cool name, Sayoban. Sayoban sounds like a Trek alien. That's right. Let's see. Uh, this, the vultures Commander have Data, will you please meet the Sayoban ambassador <laughs> at the... <laughs> I can see. You can totally hear it. It's pretty totally, good. Totally, yes. <clears throat> the vultures have destroyed screen enclosures, have overtaken the pool and barbecue a few times. The family has visited. They had to park their car in the garage uh, or the birds peck at them from with their beaks. According to a neighbor, uh, they tell the Post that she's got to even... Or, I'm sorry. That she's got it even worse because she lives next door to a person who is feeding the vultures and other wildlife. Uh, the vultures tore oh. through her pool enclosure and couldn't get out. Uh, imagine 20 vultures trapped biting each other under the pool enclosure. Oh, my Lord. Um, and they can bite through bones. So they're kind of killing each other in there. Uh, they would bang against my windows, running away from a bird that was attacking them. Blood was everywhere. It was vile, vicious, traumatic event. And it was on Memorial Day, so no company I called would come out and help me. Anyway, apparently the place is just a wreck. What do you do at this point? Who's responsible? Yeah. <laughs> just nature, man. Yeah, what are you going to do? Sue nature? You gonna- it is nature, but but you got to blame this person who's feeding the vultures. Yeah. The vultures are scavengers. They'll find food. It's totally fine. Yeah. You hit a squirrel on the uh, 
the 101, guess what? They're going to swoop down and munch on that. You don't need to feed them. Do you have vultures where you live? Do you know? No. No? No. I don't think we do either. No, I think they got to be uh, a little bit a little bit warmer, a little uh, bit more tropical. I just found vultures. out you I can I just found out you can grow um uh, bamboo here. I thought that was a purely tropical thing oh, to grow bamboo. Really? So we're oh, going to do, well. we had to pull a tree out over the weekend. I forgot to tell that story. We have a dead tree. It suddenly died. It either got some kind of weird beetle that's going around to treat certain tree uh, species and killing trees like this. Or it was when they put our porch in and they cut roots and it just finally killed it. I don't know which. But we had to pull the whole thing down. Uh, Kim's gigantic, muscly brother came out and helped and did it all. Oh, wow. And uh, took it all down. But in its place, it's just sort of naked there now, right? So yeah, right. Kim's like, I'm putting up bamboo. And I'm like, bamboo? What are we, Hawaii? Are you kidding me? She's like, <laughs> no, you can grow bamboo in Utah. You can grow bamboo in Utah. That's crazy. I yeah. would not expect that. So oh, I'm going to do that. Uh, Uliani, Uliani says, bamboo is like a weed. It spreads horribly. So Does if it? you plant bamboo, be ready to have, be ready for your uh, front lawn to look like uh, that scene in uh, Lost where uh, Jack gets trapped. <laughs> <laughs> says Sidian says the same thing. Don't plant bamboo in your yard. That's asking for trouble. Well, what? Why, why is it so bad? Because it spreads really easy. It spreads, yeah. Interesting. Probably like uh, unless you get a panda. <laughs> I'm gonna tell her that then. What if we put him in? Uh, we could put it. Isn't actually in the backyard, so it's not out front. But we could put it in. Mm. We could put it in one of those row pot things. Maybe grow it that way. Uh-huh. I don't know why oh, we geez. want to though. Then why mosquitoes would mosquitoes we... breed in it? Uh, says Dice Tomato. Really. Bamboo yeah. spreads and is hard to get rid of. A lot of people shooting the throwing shade on bamboo. Get some kudzu. Oh, there we go. Just as I say that central tremor, kudzu is the stuff that took over the South. Kim should be familiar with kudzu and just say, hey, Kim, people are saying the bamboo is like kudzu. She'll go, reet, 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 and run around because exactly. she's had horrible experience. I don't, I've never even heard of kudzu, but I'm sure she has. What is kudzu? Yeah, is that a, a plant? A, a kudzu is a plant that was... Uh, not native to the south and when somebody brought it down to plant it it apparently took over and you know it basically is a um a dominant plant species that kind of kills other plants well that's what this yeah, beetle giant invasive ivy basically that's yeah. what this beetle is if it killed this tree it's the same idea somebody brought it from somewhere it's not mm-hmm. native to here so yeah i'm all about not I don't want to do that. I don't want to mess with the e- the ecology, the ecosystem. I just want to have something that's looks good and, and is grows okay. But I didn't know all this about bamboo. Now you all got me thinking. Don't worry. I'll talk to Kim today. We're going to have a big – we're going to lunch today. I'm going to sit her down and go, all right, topic number one, bamboo. Out. <laughs> How about a nice palm tree? Yeah. How about a nice? Well, I don't think they'll grow. How about here. a nice pineapple tree? How about that? Is that good? What if I bought? What if we did bamboo, but then I bought like a panda, and he could just eat the bamboo? What if we did that? Sure. You're still you're still gonna get mosquitoes breeding in the hollow, water-filled uh, centers of the bamboo. What if I get an ant eater to then take care of that part oh. of it? But then, him but and then, the what panda, are you going to do when the anteaters overrun and the pandas are are overrunning and and mating and yeah? What if the pandas, pandas and the anteaters have babies and then those babies are panteaters, panteaters? Yeah, and they <laughs> eat all our pants. Yeah, they eat all our pants. This is bad. <laughs> we're not going to do it. All right, uh, uh, that's uh, all we're going to do for today for news. But we are going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have Stephen back on. 
got a couple of important things to talk about with him. We also have the Trek Nerd after that. And uh, locked and loaded a brand new mashup from Jamie. So all of that comes up next after this song. Brian, what do you got? Yes. Uh, Howard, or Ivan Howard is uh, the alter ego of De La Noche, uh, who's got a brand new album that is coming out in just a couple days. comes out Friday. It's called Blue Days, Black Nights. It is a debut release. I'm checking to make sure that that is the case. Um, he spent years on the road with uh, the Rosebuds, Indie Darlings, the Rosebuds. He also wrote for Kanye West with Justin Vernon of Bonnie Iver fame. Um Funking out in his uh, alter ego, or as his alter ego, Howard Ivins, uh, for Space Bomb Records. See, just flipped his name. And helping found the supergroup Gangs, G-A-Y-N-G-S. He ended up back in his Portland home uh, in 2018. Decided to do his, uh, his, own, his own album of music. This is great stuff. It's got a very cool, mellow, electronic vibe to it, which I totally dig. This is De La Noche from the brand new album, Blue Days, Black Nights. Here is Avenues.
Hey guys, let's talk about Blinkist. Ah, uh, Blinkist. These guys are pretty cool. In today's age, it can be hard to find the time to sit down and learn more. It's not easy when the likes of social media can be so addictive and time-consuming, so you may think you don't have the time to read a book or to develop yourself. Well, there's an app that we can highly recommend. It's called Blinkist. It's pretty cool. It's the uh, only app out there that takes the best takeaways, the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses those down to just 15 minutes so you can just read or listen to it at your convenience and in a much quicker fashion. You don't have to go find all the important stuff uh, by yourself. They've made it easy for busy people like you. You want to get to those main points quickly without reading the entire book. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute or on your lunch break or while you exercise. Eight million people are using Blinkist right this second as a massive and growing library from self-help business health, history books, all that stuff. I really like Blinkist because A, I didn't know it existed before I learned about it. And now I'm not sure I can live without it. It's really, really great. Uh, I use it when I walk the dog, which takes me uh, about a half an hour. And I can listen to like two 15-minute chunks and get it all in. Highly recommend you check out stuff in their self-help area. That's the first thing I did because I'm trying to get better time management going for myself. And they have tons of that. They have popular books like The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen R. Covey. It's an old one. The Four-Hour Week Week, but work week rather by Tim Ferriss. You may have heard of The Power of Habits by Charles D. D. Higg. I'm not sure I'm saying that right. But I've enjoyed all of these. Uh, and there's so much more in there. Anyway, right now for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash TMS and start your seven-day trial. That's Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash TMS to start your seven day free trial. Again, Blinkist.com slash TMS. What am I doing poking behind that bird? He's only doing 35. I got your phone linked to my find your shithead friends app. The morning stream. It's a thing, right? All right, we're back, everybody. We're back. It is a thing, Scott Fletcher. Hey, he put up a tweet the other day saying, um, uh, Something about I'm going to sit down and do some film sack stuff soon. That got me all excited because he's been, you know, busy, got stuff going on, sending a kid off to college, all kinds of crazy work stuff. But it sounds like he's got the itch to to bring us more stuff and maybe we'll get some TMS bumpers and all that. He missed out on a great opportunity to give us a 20 minute Cloud Atlas recap uh, <laughs> for film sack in the year. <laughs> Oh, man. 1972. Holly yeah. Berry is an investigator. That should be the that should be the rule. There's a certain ratio of time yes. you have to do the, the intro. The longer the movie, the longer the recap. Yeah, yeah I like that. I like that a lot. Actually, <laughs> that's a great idea. All right, I miss, I miss Fletcher's intros in that in film sack so so much. Oh, they're so, so good. They're yes, so good. He's he's lord of all. He's lord of all. He surveys. He is. Uh, for some reason, believe that. Discord's being funky. 
Hold on a second. Oh, stop. He's he's muted us so that he could watch a Medea film. Am, uh, I am muted. Uh, I was too busy watching a Medea film. Yeah. Which one are you catching there? <laughs> Get the. I was of... watching uh, Medea Goes to Jail. Oh, fantastic. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I hear yeah, she yeah. goes to jail. It's now. classic. I, I hear she goes to jail in that one. <laughs> uh, you know, it's right there in the title. I don't know why I was confused. Right She's there. clearly gone to yep. jail in this one. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, this is the proper thing to do. Steven. All right. All the Medea news you can handle. Just kidding. We're going to talk today with Steven about a couple of things that have happened recently. For example, uh, even though fans seem to really like it, the uh, DC created thing over there at Sci-Fi, Krypton, going away. Mm-hmm. Two seasons. Yeah, out. It, done. Finished. Yeah. When, when it was first announced, a lot of people were kind of like, what? What? This sounds really kind of dumb because there was a lot of time travel involved and Adam Strange and all this stuff. And then the first season came out. And people were like, oh, this is really good. And everyone was very excited about what was coming in season two. And season two did OK. Uh, they were they even announced a Lobo spinoff from that oh, show. Really? <laughs> and then, um, you know, just was it last week. Mm. Yeah. Sheriff Lobo. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, but what, what's the meaning of this? Why did they do this? How come, why, well, why such jerks about stopping a thing? Did it just not resonate with people or what? I don't know if it didn't resonate with people. Uh, some of the rumor is that Warner Brothers wants to shop the series around to someone else who might have a higher budget. Maybe they're shopping it around to their own streaming service that uh, is supposed to launch soon. Who knows on that? Mm-hmm. Um, the other just could be, you know, costing sci-fi too much money and they're not getting a big enough return on it. Yeah, I wonder about that. If uh, I mean the DC, the DC stuff seems to be dropping like flies, and I, I thought it would only be kind of limited or, or or whatever to the the DC Channel stuff mm-hmm. and all of those cancellations, Swamp Thing, and all of that. So I figured uh, that's all we'd ever see. But now we're starting to see it sort of trickle down through the other platforms or you know other licensees, and it bums me out. It's, it's just as like a reaction to upcoming Disney Plus and original Marvel content and MCU mm-hmm. blowing up. I mean, do you think it's just uh, DC going, Ugh, guys, we need to reset. Let's go back to I, zero. Like, we'll keep animating some cool stuff because we're good at that. But really, we need to kind of start over and build this out. Like, what do you, what's your take on that overall? I, d- I don't know if it is so much, you know, Warner Brothers going, hey, we need to, you know, figure out what's going on so much as maybe it's AT&T saying, hey, you guys need to write your ship and stop losing money on everything. Mm-hmm. And it would be great to get Tom on to kind of discuss this because after the AT&T purchase of Warner Brothers, things at Warner Brothers and DC Comics have been kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally weird, like you're saying, Scott. Some really good shows are getting canceled. Other shows are being shuffled around. The fate of the DC Universe uh, streaming service, the uh, online uh, service, is up in the air. Um, DC Comics itself has cut back in the number of comics that it's releasing each month. Mm-hmm. So. It's a big kind of, I don't know what's going on, but it's something to keep an eye out. And it wouldn't surprise me if AT&T is doing something behind the scenes. Interesting. And AT&T meaning they're now the Warner Brothers. The owners of Warner Brothers. And all that. That's them now, right? That's all. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't want AT&T controlling all my stuff. Maybe I don't like Mm -hmm. that. And I don't like uh, Comcast, NBC Universal, or any of that either. So maybe our cable companies and our freaking... Cell phone providers shouldn't be in the entertainment business. I'm just saying. Yeah. I know they got money, but man, that's my, that's my complaint of the day. Man. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's all well and good. But if you're all sitting around going, man, you know what I really want? 
uh, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, but like anime. Uh, would you do you have an answer for me on that, Stephen? Would I is that the, a thing? Congratulations, I Netflix has you covered. Uh-huh. They've already got the She-Ra series. Now they're coming back with He-Man, and it's going to pick up right where the '80s series left off, and it's going to be show run by Kevin Smith. Oh, all right, Kevin Smith behind this one. So when you say yeah. anime, are we talking like focus on action anime? Or are we talking well, it, dirty is little it uncle? anime or is it animated? Is it anime so is the, what they know, say? They say anime styles, what they say. They say anime yeah, they style. say an anime style, which, you know, could be like what was the the um, Castlevania series. I mean, it could be oh, sure. uh, animated that way or it could just be, you know, people throwing the word anime around when it's maybe not even that. Well, what if somebody um, says what if somebody in the OK, so um, man at arms goes. He man, and then He Man goes. Uh, then I know uh, we're in trouble. Uh, uh. Orko has these really big eyes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. right. Uh, yeah, but uh, what do you want out of this? Do you want anything particular? I mean, I think high octane action. I, I kind of want a lot of action. If, if it's a lot of fighting and you know Skeletor getting his ass kicked, I'm into it. Why yeah. Not? So here's here's what uh, Kevin Smith said in a, I believe it was a tweet. Um, he's uh, he says we're bringing a. Uh, Let's see. It's the final battle between He-Man and Skeletor brought to life with the most metal character designs powerhouse animation can contain in the frame. This is the Masters of the Universe story you always wanted to see as a kid. Hmm. What's funny is that it picks up right where the 80s show left off. Was there like a, uh, a you know, an overarching through line that they really needed to like wrap up? Uh, yeah, like, oh, thank goodness we finally get closure on that story between He-Man and Skeletor. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, there's been other there's been other animated attempts of He-Man. Cigarette smoking man at arms. (laughs) Yeah, everyone wants that, right? They've been asking for it. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Like, I I think that the thing with He-Man was always that it was aimed at at boys who want high octane action. That was, I mean, go watch the documentaries. Mm -hmm. They say those words. And Mm -hmm. uh, She-Ra was a response to like, hey, what what about the girls are getting left out here? And that new She-Ra series on Netflix is awesome it's really yeah. good gina, gina davis apparently is in this next season oh goodness that's cool yeah uh so she <laughs> well, uh i guess Rumblefly. looking back at the uh video of the final episode of uh he-man from the 80s and i forgot that it ended like that so it's like uh uh he-man goes into castle gray skull and he sits down and shira sits down across from him and they put on don't stop believing on the little jukebox <laughs> on the table next to them and uh Orko is park, parking a car outside, and then all of a sudden the screen just goes black. I forgot that it ended like that, so it'll be good to finally get some closure. So there really was a, a, a hanging a hanging storyline that they had to finish out. There really was, yes. Thank okay. goodness they finally finished. That. I had no idea. Long way to go for a joke. I'm, I'm going to be a <laughs> nice job. I'm very into the idea, though. I, I know this. Maybe I'm in the minority here, but I, I'm I'm all for some kind of action-packed relook at that well, stuff. Will this surprise you knowing my Dukes of Hazard and Knight Rider history that I never saw a single episode of the old He-Man what? Masters What were you Universe doing cartoon. in the afternoon after school? I was I was 20. I was going out and using a fake ID to buy booze or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here's what you missed out on. You need to go. Maybe yeah. we should say this for Film Sack, but there is a holiday sort of Christmas episode special mm-hmm. that is yeah. the greatest worst thing it's so that's yeah, the greatest worst thing that's definitely true when when skeletor discovers jesus oh you have to watch it's that for so good. Are you kidding me? It's absolutely so good. 
It's really good. Anyway. All right. Uh, suddenly, I don't feel so well. You've heard that one, that line before? That's what it's from. Really? Suddenly, okay. Suddenly, I don't feel Skeletor's so well. Skeletor's heart grew three sizes that day. Yeah. Oh, look, there's there's the video. Like, uh, <laughs> wow, why is, uh, oh, did He-Man, like, bleach his hair perfectly white for to play Santa for I this thing? I don't know. I don't remember. I need to watch it again. It's been a while. But these kids. A lot of this I, I need to I go to the attorney. I need to go to the attorney of Sally Beauty and pick up some bleach for my hair. There you go. But it's basically the storyline is basically them all f- finding the real meaning of Christmas. It's just the silliest, stupidest oh, thing you've wow. ever seen. So I recommend wow. that highly, highly. Suddenly, recommend a Medea it. Christmas sounds really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, all right, that's all well and good. Uh, we'll see how that turns out. Do we have a date on that or anything, or just uh, no, nothing, okay. nothing yet. It was just announced this weekend. Although Kevin Smith and his co-host on Fat Man on Batman, Mark, I forget what his last name is, they've been talking it up for a couple of of weeks, months now. I want to say yeah. ever since San Diego Comic Con, they've been pretty much saying, "Hey, we're working on this big secret project. Everyone's going to be excited. I can't tell you about it, and it's moving faster than we thought. So it could be out early next year." Hey, man, uh-huh. can't wait. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Steven, is there anything else on the Majorspoilers.com site people should be looking at this week? I don't know. I, I talked a lot about the Legion Clubhouse. If uh, people are into the Legion of Superheroes, uh, go check that out. It's really a lot of fun. We enjoy uh, looking at the history of the Legion of Superheroes through the lens of today and how certain things uh, back then may not be politically correct. Or as uh, we look at it and saying, oh, uh, Jim Shooter was in high school at the time. That's weird that they have this weird Iliad and the Odyssey story going on right there. I wonder what he was studying. So we, we look at those kinds of things uh, in that show. So it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of fun, and I would encourage people to go check it out. Do you make any, uh, any hay out of this recent story that, um, oh, shoot, I forgot his name. Famous comic dude uh, was doing a forward for Marvel, and Marvel... Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the mouse mouse creator. Uh, he had uh, called uh, in his introduction to I forget what book it, what book it it's for, uh, but he had mentioned uh, compared Trump to the orange skull instead of the red skull. Oh, and, and they, they pulled uh, that out. They of asked him to take that out. And instead, he said, no, I'm just going to pull my whole whole intro. out. I just won't wow. do the intro, he says, huh? Take I mean, forward, I, backward. Here's the thing. I'm I'm totally with him, but I'm also I understand why Marvel's like, you know what? We don't want it let's just leave all that out of here but it's also the mouse creator this is his whole thing is political right this is true yeah 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 yeah. i mean yeah that yeah on the one hand you got to say well what what did they think it's it's the mouse creator on the other hand too you still have to remember that um perlmutter is still in charge of everything on the dc comics side and he is a big supporter of donald trump oh i see well, well, there's also that. Also, the Red Skull is a lot more clever, so people shouldn't compare him. <laughs> but his tweets are rife with misspellings. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, there you go. That's uh, some fun time there with uh, Stephen Schleicher, as always. Major spoilers on Twitter. Majorspoilers.com. Stephen, have a fantastic rest of your week. We'll see you next Stay time. hydrated. Bye now. <laughs> All right, I figured out the problem. It was Firefox. If somebody created a Red Skull uh, Twitter account, by the way, that'd be great if, if somebody has. Somebody, I'm sure it does. Isn't there one for every yeah. character ever? There's always some, some parody yeah, so account. Probably, yeah. Probably out there. In fact, let's just look. Twitter.com slash Red Skull. <laughs> the Cree, the Skull. There's good people on both sides of that war. <laughs> oh, here it is. I found it. He has only <laughs> tweeted no times. Oh, yeah. but somebody's locked it down so nobody else can do it. Zero tweets. Oh, Marvel owns it, I guess. Or no, it just says oh, really? it just says 
I don't oh, they know just that. Have a link to, yeah. yeah, it links to Marvel's Red Skull Universe page. Join 2008. So it's just sitting there with the Red Skull face. Mm. Huh. Wow. To not even bother uh, to not even bother putting out a tweet as Red Skull. Mm-hmm. You know, go to the effort of getting that and then not using it. They've had it for over uh, 10 years, too. Captain America has 2.3 million followers. They keep that one up to date. See if they have one for Iron Man. Oh, that's the one. I think that's what I was thinking in the back of my head. President Supervillain. Uh, Twitter account Presvillain, and he takes Trump quotes and photoshops them into Red, uh, Red Skull comics. Oh, nice. Oh, Iron Man is just some dude who has the account. That's a really good one. I'd like to have Slash Iron Man. Right. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Well, anyway, he doesn't really use his either much. Has 1,200 followers. All right, uh, that's it for that. Let's get Daryl all up in it. Uh, how do we, we we do him on here now, don't we? I thought we did it uh, didn't via Skype. No? I thought we changed that. Hold on. I don't remember now. This hasn't been that long. Is it always Skype? No, I just did it uh, last week. I don't remember. Well, we were here last Monday. So it must be Skype. I, I, oh, no. Oh. There he is. What is this Discord oh, is this stuff? Oh, you are on Discord. Hi. I am. How did I get there? I don't oh, know. Okay. Did we use this last time? Do we usually do, do, we usually do Skype or Discord? Oh, always Skype. Uh, why, why, why am I dumb? <laughs> is this, do, you, do you not like Discord? Can we use Discord? Because you sound good. You sound oh, great. Well, if I sound good, then it's good. Yeah, you sound great. Better than usual. I think we had some kind of problem with it all digitalizing oh. me or something oh probably before. probably around the time that we were having problems with uh steven with discord too yeah plus you were uh i think you moved your office and you have better bandwidth now or something yeah i think that's, that's true. the deal probably, yeah. yeah well here's daryl being weird no no wait wait no, that's, okay that's old skype, <laughs> that's old skype yeah. <laughs> and you smoke at the district the tr- there you go. All right, Daryl. <laughs> Jeez. We uh, I have so many clips of you. That's right off the blooper reel. It's gross. Hey, happy birthday yesterday, by the way. Happy oh, birthday. thanks. Yeah. How did you uh, fare? Did you get any cool gifts or any, you know, whatever? Oh, yeah. Uh, a few things. Yeah. Do you uh, do you feel like you're, uh, you've really aged very much or you enjoy your birthdays now? Oh, God. Yeah, I'm ancient. I'm the geezer of geezers now. All right. Uh, well, every birthday that happens now is a good one because if you didn't have them, you'd be dead. You'd be dead. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what Worf would say about getting older. Enough. There you go. That's what Worf would say. Mm. Yes. Wow. Oh, another no. thing I did. And then Wesley, Wesley would thank him. Thanks, Worf. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. What? Did you do? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've got that one. Um. <laughs> oh, I uh, bid in the Star Trek auction. Oh. What'd you get, or what are you trying to get? Well, I was trying to get a TNG uniform. Commander Janeway's seat cushion. (laughs) Ooh, (laughs) creepy. So hold on, a TNG what again? A TNG Enterprise? No, a TNG uniform. Oh, uniform. Oh, that's cool. A a gold one. Like one one that an extra wore or something? Yeah, Mm -hmm. and it had a picture of the guy wearing it. And there was a little teeny error in the uniform, so I could tell it, it was the one. It's legit. But uh, I, there are richer people than me, far mm, richer, sure. involved in that. So what they what they end up paying? Do you know what they went for? Seventeen hundred. Jeez. Oh wow. 
But yeah. it's an actual uh an actual one worn by the actor whoever played the worn on the sc- on screen. That's you can watch pretty the cool. episode and see it. Because it's all kind Just of fake curiosity. What's the what's the error on there? Oh, um, right at the top and um, near the collar where the zipper, um, uh, you know, comes up right uh-huh. where the neck thing is. There's yeah. the the black top. Yeah. Right. There's a little teeny. It it's like it folds in just a teeny bit too much mm-hmm. right at the zipper. That makes okay. it more valuable though, right? Somehow because it's legit and real. Well, you can identify it. So yeah. That's cool. There's a lot of fake ones in here that you can buy. You can buy all kinds of like $25, you know, crappy looking ones if you really want to cosplay. Don't you already have something like this? You probably have this, right? No? No, I'm so... Well, I have a really crappy one, but it's pajamas actually, but... (laughs) It's actually, it's, it's actually not bad. It really looks like it. it's not that bad of a uniform. I've seen you in it somewhere. You're shooting a phaser yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was in yeah. Bill Duran's basement with oh, a couple of his props right. doing stuff. Right. That was a Dave to remember. All right. <laughs> uh, well, let's get to the uh, the Star Trekiness of the day. We got things to cover here. The uh, Star Trek, the motion picture 40th anniversary Fathom event thing. Uh, they're mm-hmm. they're doing original. Oh, I just had the worst chill. My whole body just had it. I don't know why. I'm not excited. Yeah, about this. that happens to me when I could <laughs> when I think of watching that movie again. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so this is original widescreen aspect ratio, 500 plus theaters. Include the behind the scenes documentary short, the longest track riding the motion picture. Uh, the dates are September 15th and 18th. You can get tickets for that now. Uh, is mm-hmm. are you gonna go? I, I, if this no. was like if this was no. uh, the next one, the uh, Wrath of Khan, I'd probably consider it, but not this. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But not the motion picture. Uh-uh. I mean, yeah. I'd even I'd even consider seeing four or five or one of even one of the ones that's not as good. It just felt like one uh, was just so long and boring. Yeah. Maybe that's why they have two dates for it. You watch half of it on one date, <laughs> half of it on the other. Yeah, the chat All makes right. a point. The chat makes a point. The director's cut's supposed to be okay. I've heard that oh, too. Really? Yeah, it's supposed to be all right. Yeah, but, I haven't uh, seen it. I mean, I do. I do any of the TNG ones. I do. I, like I said, two. I do yeah. four. I probably right. wouldn't do five. Five so bad. I do six. I do five over one. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, one's good. Its pacing is just horrible, horrendous. That's, yeah. Five. Exactly. Five has Uhura doing a. Uh, a naked dance with some the fan dance, fan dance, yeah. and then it's got Spock uh, <laughs> shoulder pinching a horse. Nerve pinching horse. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's moments to like about five for sure. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's even a generations. Thing. You know, I'd see any of them, but no, I don't know if I'd do one. Sure. Yeah. Bring a pillow. But that's these these fathom events are all about this sort of anniversary stuff. So this is fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess yeah. go to it if you There's want. There's an audience for it. And, and if it, this one does well, then guaranteed they'll do Wrath of Khan for the anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, I'd think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, looks like Star Trek Lower Decks takes place on the USS Cheerios. Sorry, Cerritos. <laughs> what is it? Cerritos? It does look, Cerritos does look like a, you know, a, a, a cereal or a uh, tortilla. A Mexican cereal. dessert. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, do you want the Cerritos? Do you want, or do you want the frozen meatball or whatever? Uh, the specialty of the cer- of the cereal, <laughs> I can't say it. How do you say it? Cerritos. Cerritos. Uh, the speciality of the Cerritos is second contact. Second contact, you're showing up to the planet. You're finding all the good places to eat. You're like the Yelp of Starfleet. 
Uh, I'm kind of the more I hear about Lower Decks, the more excited I get for it because it does sound like it's going to be really funny. Same. Yeah. I actually think it sounds like a really fun mm-hmm. parody type f- good time. Like, is uh, that yeah. is that this fall or is it uh, next year? Lower Decks. Oh, I out? think it's in a couple years because oh, it's animated, really? okay. so it's uh, taking them forever. Oh, sure. I thought that was sooner. 2020 at the least. I thought maybe not though. Shows what I know. Maybe at the end of 2020, mm-hmm. but I think 2021 is more like it. Uh, oh. The Nickelodeon animated show has a writer room, writers room of nine. That was announced. Is that a lot of people? I don't know. What, mm-hmm. I don't know how many people you have for a writers nah. room in a uh, cartoon. They well, people are writing, so <laughs> I guess that's news. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's true. And then three of the short treks will be Pike related, up from two. So mm-hmm. cool. Uh, they know that we want more Pike. Yeah, yep. they've heard our demand. Yep, we want more Anson Mount in some form in science fiction. Yeah. I think I don't even care if it's Star Trek. And just that guy's great. More of yep. him, please. Um, he's a little short guy. Do you guys know that? A little tiny man. He doesn't look like it. Looks like a regular old buff dude. But you get him. I saw a picture of him walking around in a crowd, and he's a little little dude. Hmm. Yeah, they often are. Uh, you get they the, fit in the camera better that way. Sure. There you go. You have to uh, explore all of Azeroth, and you get an Anzen mount. It's a fantastic reward. <laughs> they just keep putting him next to Doug Jones. Everybody looks, you know, teeny tiny. That's a good yeah. point. Doug Ru- Jones ruins everything. Uh, and then what else? <laughs> Writing for Star Trek Picard Season 1 is complete. Also, they're in the middle of filming, so is that how that works? They film and write at the same time? I didn't realize that. I figured it was all. Yes, but they are way ahead on the writing, hmm. which is good. We wouldn't want them to be behind. That's true. Because then they'd just be making it up as they went. Yeah, I uh, I cannot wait for that. I just need to know how that is. I just need to know if it's gonna nail the, if yeah. it's gonna stick it or not. If it's not, I'm uh, that'll bum me out. But I just, I'm so need to know how that is. I think it will. I think it'll be good. I hope so. Uh, they did. So uh, Brent Spiner did say about his little data thing. It's not like he's constantly this this head he goes plays poker with. It's not like that. <laughs> he's just there. Like maybe it's a one or two shot or, or something. It's not yeah. like he's a regular. Yeah. It sounds like seven of nine is more regular. And I'm all about that because I really like Jerry Ryan and she's great. Mm-hmm. So yep. Dice Tomato says Picard will and- be painfully mediocre at best. Oh, Dice Tomato. Have you no oh, faith? No. Have you no faith? Have some faith. Faith. Patrick Stewart. I've already given my review. (laughs) Patrick Stewart is the boss. He's he's a a producer on that. That's true. He gets to choose. Yep. But uh, you're a Cisco lover. That's okay to love Cisco. Nothing wrong with Cisco. I mean, he's a little nutty, but you know, whatever. You're never gonna get him back. He's he's too far gone. Freaking what's his name? (laughs) Man called Hawk. What's his Uh real name? Uh, Jasper Avery, Avery Brooks. Avery Brooks. Yeah. Avery Brooks. Thank you. <laughs> I was saying I Jasper. Avery, Avery Mount. <laughs> Avery Mount. You have to go. But yeah. there's more news. Oh, there's more. What? The Viacom CBS thing. Oh yeah. What's the deal there? What That's happened? That's the big news. That means the TV stuff from CBS and the movie stuff will now be back under one thing because they have oh. been separate. Wait, that's bad though. That means that one TN, company has control of all of that. Well, that just means that CBS All Access might get it all, and it means that no one other streaming services get to have that stuff anymore. Is that what that means? Mm-hmm. I don't like yeah. that. 
I don't know. I don't think there's going to be much of a change. I hope not. I love that and, it's just on Netflix when I want it. Management, management is going to be. It sounds like the CBS side is going to have most of the power, which okay. I think is good. All right. As long as they don't take it and say, "Ah, oh, we're putting it all in all access." Sorry, no more Star Trek content anywhere else. That'll that'll bum me out. No, I don't. I think they would have done that already. You guys see that they, the Disney Plus service is getting touted already? They had like a new Twitter account and they're doing all kinds of... I'm not surprised. They've got that D23 conference coming up uh, this week. So oh, is that this I week? I expect we're going to get a lot of... Yeah. yeah. So we're going to hear about the Stark Industries uh, sections of all the uh, the parks probably and what's going to be going on with the uh, the channel, the stream. I'm, I'm excited actually to hear all the the Disney news. I am too. $6.99 a month. Can't beat it. Yeah. Going to definitely add that yeah. to the docket. It's only so mm-hmm. many. You know, people used to say, oh, just for about the cost of a, of a coffee at Starbucks, you can do the thing. <laughs> but eventually you're like, man, am I drinking like 9,000 cups of coffee a month? Exactly. Like, <laughs> yes. I'm not drinking this many coffee, cups of coffee a month that I can, you know, for the, the change in your cushion. No, I've already emptied out the couch cushion change. We've yeah. already spent that on uh, Hulu. Yeah, that's gone. Hulu got that money. Oh man! You, did you finish? Uh, did you finish Handmaids, Brian? Yes. What a good. what a great yes. season! Good. Such a good season. Good did you watch it too, Daryl? Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Man, I it's never good. miss it. It's it's great. So good, freaking Christopher Maloney. Maloney. Sorry about that, buddy, but you took one for the team yeah. there. Woo! That was rough so good. Business. So rough. Anyway, there's all that uh, for people who are always afraid to watch that show. I would really recommend it. Um. It's mm-hmm. it's just incredibly well made, um, and every every episode this season ends with somebody staring into the camera. Yeah, right. there is a lot of that. Yeah, Elizabeth Moss <laughs> is like I noticed it uh, a lot more this season, but she does this thing where it's a lot of like staring slightly off camera, like, yeah. flickering, flickering her eyes, but not kind of blinking, but just kind of like <laughs> like her eyes are kind of flickering a little. I want yeah. to make a uh, a, a, a mashup cut. <laughs> of all of her like flickering eyes they do have a for some reason they seem to have an obsession with doing that i don't know why mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a maybe they've always done it it's just starting to note i'm starting to really notice it but mm-hmm. still really, really yeah. good really good yeah. anyway uh makes me want to give canada a big fat kiss um all right hey uh that's it for that <laughs> daryl is the trek nerd on twitter you can find him there you can also find him at this week in trek at this week in trek.com Daryl, any final words of wisdom before we cut you off? Uh, 3D print, uh, great things. Fart on a donkey, bye. I don't know what that means. Sure. 3D print, great things. Brian, you have a 3D printer. Great, Print some great things. I will print some great things. All right. I, I haven't bl- printed any great things in a while. I, I tried to print uh, uh, a really cool like Apple pencil holder or like any sort of pencil holder on my desk. It's a, it's a woman like a... Um, like praying to an altar kind of thing, but she's holding her hands up like she's holding up your pencil. Mm-hmm. This is as much as I got. Oh, <laughs> printed, printed right up to that point, and then that's all. Well, so she's topless. That's the trick. I just don't have the heart to throw these out because it's like they're really good right up until that part. It's like great. Yeah. Well, because you where it where it stopped pretty close to the same spot, like went about uh, half an inch higher on the second one. You glue these together would be probably pretty, pretty cool. Actually. Yeah, you, that wouldn't look bad. See, look, you get your weird sculpture. Hello, <laughs> hello, this is Brian. Hello, hello, hello. Three D print failures. Yes, hello. <laughs> hello, hi. Uh, filament, uh, waste of filament. Hello. 
Exactly. Uh, all right, we're going to play a mashup. This is from Jamie. Oh, damn it. I screwed that up. Where did I put the file? Uh, is he Irish? He's, he's a Jamie little Jamie He's a little bit of an Irishman. Oh, here it is. TMS covers. Uh, oh, no, this is you. Hold on. What, what the heck happened here? Oh, mashups. Oh, okay, no. the folder's just in a oh, weird place. No. This is called Throwback Edition. I assume that means that it's something old and made new again. I don't know, but we're about to find out. And uh, we want to thank Jamie for his hard work. Here it is. Check it well, out. Well, that's, that's, that's how it's done. That's how it's done. Let me do that again. It's like somebody wadded up somebody's foot skin. Made me eat it. Oh, God. <laughs> that, is the, that is the most foul description. Yeah. I discovered that I'm allergic to a finger up the bum. Phony guacamole. Finger, get out of here. Major <laughs> oh, yeah. Houlihan, phony guacamole. That's get pretty, out of my office. That's pretty good. I like to produce uh, large fish sandwich. Thank you. That's not it. Right? Can't get my ship working. Cock puncher. On my world, we lick people in the forehead. It hurts. My it hurts so bad. Abby. My penis. My penis. Oh, I guess I'm dumb. I, I think I took a dump in my onesie. You make it. They would not put a zipper in here. I don't care about your family. <laughs> I want to drive down the alley. That's right. I got a handgun. I'm going to shoot your tires out, and then I'm going to run and squeal and giggle. <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> I'm on the bus, and I'm about to poke this lady. Boop. Oh, he was at home making other kinds of music. <laughs> Beefer, I used this product. I sukened like dish. Oh, blueberry muffin. I'm working on the Pirates movie. Yeah, it's very good. Not my best work, but I'm working on it. I'm with The Alex answer is that. spoiled bitch. Spoiled bitch. <laughs> Michael, you have the board. Hanging upside down, dick pic. Yep. Uh, kissing Mary Jane Watson, dick pic. Dick pic. Dick Beating pic. up Doc Ock, dick pic. <laughs> There's a dude with a giant whale penis coming out of his forehead. Oh, you pulled out a little tool. Yeah, pulled out my tool. <laughs> <laughs> that was purely unintentional and probably too late for Jamie to do anything. Yeah. Well, the video has it. Who knows if he'll go hunt it down. Here we go. Creamy? What's peen? Or is that panay? <laughs> I've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> what is the word though? Penne. Penne. Pasta. All right, penne. penne. Creamy penne. <laughs> Creamy bean. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. How do you even take I me anywhere? Come back from this. How do you even take me anywhere? I just don't know how you uh, deal with me. <laughs> Delivered right to your door. Creamy bean. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was a good one. That was the throwback there at the end. Nice job. That was. Yeah, creamy peen. I love creamy peen. It was my favorite uh, episodes or favorite favorite uh, errors on the show. Indeed, uh, that one's probably so far in the archive. You have to go get the archive fee, which brings me a uh, a good opportunity to mention that if you were like, man, I want some of the really old TMS episodes that go all the way back to 2011. Well, I, uh, that's easy. You just go to the website, and it'll say right there, archive RSS feed, archive shows. You click on that thing, and it's an RSS feed that's everything past 200 episodes of the most recents on the main feed. So you can get the old stuff and get the new stuff and get all the stuff. You're looking for creamy peen? You can find it. Go to the website, frogpants.com slash TMS. All right. 
All right, okay. and I think that's it for us. Do you have any announcements or anything to say today? Anything? Uh, I'm announcing. Uh, no, we got a new soundography up on the feed. There will be a new uh, your interview with Alex for America's Next Top Podcaster will be going up on the feed later today. Nice. So if you're subscribed to that, I also need to reach out to you guys and start planning for next season. We've got our contestants, and uh, uh, we're going to start recording in September for season two of America's Next Top Podcaster. Nice. By yeah, the way, I, uh, fun. quick uh, happy birthday to Matthew Perry. He uh, turned the ripe age of 50 today. He now joins the 50 mm. Club uh, with the Brian 50 and Club I. with you and me. Yep. yep. We were all born the same year, a couple months Could apart. he be any closer in age to us, Scott? That's a great question. There it is, August 19th, 1969. Good job there. He's one of the younger ones, which is funny. I think Rachel's like yeah. 52 or something now or whatever she is. Anyway. We're all friends here. That's going to do it for the show. Thanks Courtney for all. Cox is 84. Oh, geez. She was in her 50s during Friends. That's great. <laughs> uh, you can find uh, more from Jamie, by the way, at TMS Mashups uh, on Twitter. If you have any suggestions for him, stuff you want him to pull, uh, that'd be great. Frogpants.com slash TMS. You can support us at Patreon.com slash TMS for everything else you're looking for. Just find it at the website. It's going to do it. Brian, do you have music? Let's get out of here. I've got music. I've got music, Scott. Kelly wrote in. Said, hey, Bernice and Shirlene, August 18th, I'll officially enter my 30s. Ah, so young. And I have mixed feelings about it. I'm hoping Brian can help me out by finding a good Linkin Park cover. If not, anything video game, comic related in any way would be awesome, as I'll be spending my birthday at the Michigan Comic Con. Fun! Thanks for helping me not to lose my mind while doing menial tasks at work. Your podcast has been my number one go-to since I shared my first adult or started my first adult job in 2011. First adult job. Um, Shared my so first wants, adult job. <laughs> adult mm, job. Mm. Uh, so Kelly wants to hear a Lincoln Park cover. This is uh, one I haven't played before on the show. Very, very different. Injecting a weird bit of soul, kind of Janelle Monet and uh, kind of a soul pop sound to a Lincoln Park song, if you can believe that. This is the song Numb. This was recorded for BBC Radio 1's Live Lounge, Volume 1, way back in 2004. It is performed by Jamelia. Here is Numb. All right, here's Numb. We'll be here tomorrow for another numbered show. <laughs> oh, I see what you did. That's uh, pretty good. Uh, yeah, no, tomorrow, Tuesday, all the stuff we do on Tuesdays. So come back for that. We'll see you then.
tightly, afraid to lose control. Everything that you thought I would be is falling apart right in front of you. Every step that I take is just another mistake to show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com harvey keitel's penis <laughs>